welcome in. Welcome back to another episode of the Format Podcast. Got a pretty interesting show for you here tonight. Um, just sitting here, relaxing, uh, watching some college football, Oregon versus Oregon State on the other monitor here. Just uh, enjoying it. Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Spend that time with your loved ones or whoever it is, friends, family, whatever. You know, um, you got people in your life. Just just let them know you love them and because uh, they may not always be there. We got a lot to be thankful for. We got to make sure we um, uh, take advantage of letting them know that and, and being thankful. But anyway, um, definitely going to talk some uh, football tonight. Like I said, watching this college football game and Oregon and Oregon State are big running teams. And with that, it kind of brought something to my mind that I've been wanting to talk about for a while. And especially with the new uh, Amazon Prime documentary, Bye Bye Barry, about a guy who I think is the greatest running back of all time in the NFL. And that's uh, one Barry Sanders. So definitely wanted to uh, just come on and have a little show, giving that guy's flowers and talk about him. And, you know, maybe he's not the greatest running back of all time, but in my opinion, he is. So just to discuss that a little bit. But before we get to it, you know what time it is. If you're here on YouTube and you haven't already, please click that subscribe, that like and that notification bell so you can be kept up to date whenever new content drops on the channel. If you want the audio only version of the podcast, open up your audio podcast platform, hit the search bar, type in the format podcast. We should come right up. If you're enjoying the content, please give us that like or that five star review. Make sure you share the podcast with other people, you know, who want to hear sports talk maybe get a different uh, voice and, and a different kind of mindset from what you would hear regularly in the mainstream sports media. You do all these things, you know what happens. Helps us find more sports fans, helps more fans find us. Now let's get right to it. Okay, so um, I mentioned earlier that Barry Sanders is, he, he's my guy, right? I actually, and I've talked about this before on the show, I grew up in an era where running back was the glamour position in the NFL. You actually used to see running backs winning the MVP award. Most teams, you know, believed in running the football to have success. What do I always say on this channel? Run the ball, stop the run, right? These are the two very simple ideas and the two very simple mindsets that will help you win a lot of games in football on every level, run the ball, stop the run. But anyway, um, yeah, so I grew up in that era, and it, I guess it's kind of shaped how I see the game. But um, when it comes to that specifically, I love Barry Sanders, man. The guy was absolutely incredible. Like, the things that he could do, and that's from Oklahoma State, where he coincidentally backed up Thurman Thomas. Now, that, as a side note, might have been the single best backfield in the history of college football, right? Thurman Thomas is a starter. He's a Hall of Famer. And then followed by Barry Sanders, who, again, I think is the greatest running back of all time. Anyway, um, Barry Sanders was so good that, you know, during the uh, uh, Bedlam, which is Oklahoma State versus Oklahoma, um, Super Bowl champion Barry Switzer was the coach of Oklahoma uh, at one point. And um, he basically told his team, you know, don't don't hurt Thurman Thomas out here because they got this kid, Barry Sanders. And if he gets in there, there's going to be nothing you can do with him. I mean, that's how crazy Barry Sanders was in college. And, you know, his college records are absurd. I think he had uh, like almost 2,900 rushing yards in one season. And I think he did that. Uh, I want to say back then, yeah, back then they didn't count the postseason um, numbers. So he did that not counting postseason. And I think he had almost 40 touchdowns that year. So the numbers were absolutely absurd, you know, still stand to this day. And um, that just gives you an idea how great he was on the collegiate level. Then Barry Sanders comes into the NFL and man, the stuff he was doing to people is utterly ridiculous. And you can see it on the screen right here while I'm talking, but I mean, 
the way he was just making guys look stupid game in and game out. And here's the crazy thing about this guy. Obviously he played 10 years and he had over 15,000 uh, career rushing yards when he stepped away from the game after only 10 years, he was still in his prime. He was averaging over 1500 rushing yards a season. And um, he's a 10 time pro bowler and 10 time all pro. No one else can say that, right? How crazy is that? Like, let's think about that. 10-time Pro Bowler, 10-time All-Pro. I believe it's six times first-team All-Pro, four times second-team All-Pro. And and it's just, I mean, it's, you know, just beyond crazy. I mean, he averages just under 100 rushing yards per game for his career, 99.8. But, um, I mean, some of his best years... Uh, I guess his best year was 128.3 rushing yards per game. That was in 1997 when he rushed for 2,053 yards across 16 games. And, well, those numbers speak for itself, right? And, of course, he won the MVP that year. Um, and uh, first-team All-Pro, of course, Offensive Player of the Year as well. So the guy was absolutely phenomenal in what he could do just as a pure bell cow back. Now, I guess where the issue starts to come up as good as he was the lions as always right sol same old lions were not a very good team overall and so they didn't have a lot of success in the postseason barry sanders uh in those 10 years only played in six postseason games and he only averaged 64.3 rushing yards per game and see that's where the problem comes in right of those games he only had one big rushing game, and that was in 1993. He ran for 169 yards on 27 carries. And that right there is actually what boosts up his um, rushing average to 64.3 because, let's see, in 1991, they played two games, and they actually got to, I believe, the NFC Championship in that game, in that season, excuse me, and he was uh, pretty much uh, shut down, not totally shut down, but, you know, didn't play well in that NFC title game against the uh, then Washington Redskins, now Washington Commanders. And so he averaged uh, 56 and a half rushing yards per game that postseason. The following year, 92, I'm sorry, 93 is where he had the 169 rushing yards, but, you know, Detroit lost, so they couldn't go on. Um, the following year, 1994, against division rival Green Bay, 13 carries minus one yard. And that's really tough, right? I, I don't think that's an indictment on Barry Sanders. That's an indictment on the Lions coaching staff and the rest of the offensive players. Um, so basically, Green Bay knew exactly what Detroit was going to attempt to do, and that's get Barry Sanders the football at every turn, right? And they completely shut it down to where he got nothing. Um, the following year, 1995, another just one and done, 10 games, uh, I'm sorry, 10 attempts, 40 yards, right? So just, you know, another example. Um, the following year, 1997, one game, another one and done in the playoffs, uh, 18 carries, 65 yards. So it was tough sledding overall for Barry. And if there's an argument for him not being the greatest running back in history, it's the lack of elite playoff production. Right. Because when you compare him to the other guys who you likely would put on that list and uh, in terms of being the greatest running back of all time, I think in my estimation, it would probably be Jim Brown. I'm sure a lot of the older people would say, you know, they would agree with me, if not saying that Jim Brown is flat out the greatest running back of all time. 
uh, I would put him and then Walter Payton, right? Some might put Emmett Smith, but for me, why I take away from Emmett Smith, and he was incredible during the duration of his career. He's extremely durable. He's the NFL's all-time leading rusher. But why I take away from Emmett Smith is because he had the benefit of uh, Michael Irvin, Alvin Harper on the outside, Jay Novacek at tight end, of course, Troy Aikman, a Hall of Fame quarterback as well, and arguably the greatest offensive line of all time. So when you have all that, it makes it a lot easier for you to have sustained success running the football. And so, again, this is not me trying to take away from Emmitt Smith, but I just don't believe that he's as good as Barry Sanders. And like um, I've always said, I would like to know what Barry Sanders could have done if he had uh, an offensive line like what Emmett Smith had throughout his career. This is the difference. Emmett Smith has, let's see, um, in 17 games in the playoffs, obviously he's got the three championships, but he also has 1,586 rushing yards for 93.3 yards per game, right? And again, why is that? Because that offense was so balanced. They had an elite passing game where – Defenses couldn't just key in on completely stopping Emmett and trying to take him away to um, to lock down the Cowboys' offensive success. Barry Sanders didn't have that. Now, were Herman Moore and Brett Perriman bums? No, they weren't bums, but they definitely weren't Alvin Harper, uh, Michael Irvin, and Jay Novacek, and Troy Aikman at quarterback, and uh, as I mentioned, that elite offensive line. So, um Maybe if you're a Cowboy fan, you think Emmitt's the greatest running back of all time? I say absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, now, Walter Payton, sweetness, that's the other guy that maybe a lot of people would say is the greatest running back of all time. He was the record holder for career rushing yards before Emmitt Smith broke it. And realistically, if Barry Sanders didn't step away from the game in his prime, he would have broken that record. Um, what I will give credit for is that back then um let's see when did the nfl switch to a 16 game uh regular season 1978 so walter payton's best season his best season arguably was 1977 where he had 1852 rushing yards and he did that in 14 games on 132 rushing yards per game crazy right and now here's kind of what i was bringing up before he did this without the benefit of uh, elite receivers or an elite quarterback because as we know like that's just never been Chicago's thing right cold weather uh, physical team built on defense running the ball physicality right always has been they've never really had an elite quarterback nor have they had elite receivers so anyway um, Walter Payton averaged 88 yards per game rushing in his regular season career but now here's another situation where his yards per game in the playoffs dip he has nine playoff games and 632 rushing yards total for an average of 70 rushing yards per game. Now, it's a little better than Barry Sanders, but obviously, again, situation where they could really key in on him. Right. So the 85 Bears, um, three games, he actually didn't even go crazy in that one. And that's the championship season, uh, three games and 186 rushing yards. So. Really surprised to see those numbers, especially being that he was the all-time uh, leader in rushing for so long. But again, you know, teams keying in saying, hey, um, we are going to take away Walter Payton. But I think the difference there is that, you know, obviously the Bears had that historically great defense and that is 
you know, pretty much what won them the championship that year. Now, the guy that most people think is the greatest running back of all time, I guess most older people, and that would be Jim Brown. And we all know how great Jim Brown was. Um, There's another guy that walked away early. Crazy, right? Nine seasons. uh, When he retired, he was all-time leading rusher, 12,312 rushing yards, averaged uh, 104 rushing yards per game. If I'm not mistaken, that's the highest in history. And this guy, absolute freak, you know, all pro pretty much every year, uh, multiple MVPs, just did it all, right? I um, think he had a couple championships in there as well. Yes, Cleveland champions, yeah, pre-Super Bowl era, but he was that good. And then, again, you know, he stepped away, still at the peak of his powers. In his final season, 14 games, 1,544 rushing yards, 110 yards per game. Absurd, absolutely absurd. And that's how great Jim Brown was. Now, for all of that, Oddly enough, this is a guy who only played four playoff games as well. And he only had, he only averaged uh, 60 rushing yards per game, which again, you know, in an era where running the football and the downfield passing attack was nothing like it is today. You knew that if you lock in and you take down that elite running back, you got a very good chance to win again, run the ball, stop the run. Talk about this all the time. So, uh, Jim Brown, not not the best playoff performer either. But at the end of the day, my thing is this, man. Um, definitely had some nostalgia watching that Bye Bye Barry documentary. Still wish that, you know, we could go back in time and somehow change his mind so that he would play a little longer. Because even Emmett Smith said it. This is a guy in Barry Sanders that had he kept playing, he would have hit the 20,000-yard rushing mark. And he probably would have done that in like three more years. He was that good. So if you don't remember Barry Sanders or you didn't get to watch him play or you didn't see him, just go back and, and you know, look at the film, look at the footage and just look what he was doing to people. The dude was an absolute freak, greatest running back of all time. Uh, my thoughts, those are my thoughts. So what I want to know from you, who do you think is the greatest running back of all time? You think it's Barry Sanders? You think it's Jim Brown? You think it's Walter Payton? Do you think it's someone else? Leave your comments in the comment section. Can't wait to get back to you on the next time. And I'm out. Peace.